Hey everyone, it's Evelyn and I'm welcoming you to the Life Over Matter podcast. This is episode number 34, Revelations. Over the course of the last four months or so, in trying to establish what the best self scenarios could be, I have had a lot of awakening moments. I've had a lot of aha moments. And I'm hoping that everybody who listens to this podcast that's been on this journey with me is also finding out things about themselves that they never realized before, learning lessons about life that you weren't anticipating, and really putting your optimism into perspective and wondering how much you use it on your own, how much intentionally you're using, and how much your spirit gets involved in things and your energy that you give off to other people and the energy that you give back, the universe and different things about it that are big question marks that when you're spiritual and you open your mind to different beliefs, it kind of all settles in and you start to really make sense of it all. And although you accept that you'll never know the answers to everything, at least it gives you an opportunity to weigh in those items that you've learned and monitor your growth and see where you're at right now and where you need to go in order to reach the goals that lie in front of you, right? So in part of being your best self, it means being confident in yourself, which is a struggle for everyone, looking at the glass half full, which is also a struggle for many people, and knowing what's important to prioritize in your life, right? So I tell everybody, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything because That should be always number one, is your own health. And it's not easy. I have problems with eating. I've talked about it very openly in this podcast. I have problems with emotional eating. Uh, There were things that happened in my past that I went over when I was seeing a therapist regularly that I get triggered to eat. And when I get upset, I don't eat, which is a very interesting scenario. It's usually the opposite of most people. And that is what affects my health, my personal health. And so it's a lifelong, everyday struggle. It is almost like an addiction to food, which I've also been very open about talking about in podcasts in the past. And so... You know, daily struggles like that. Maybe yours isn't food. Maybe yours is another gratifying factor, right? And it's stuff that you have to learn to put your health first. Uh, There are people that I know that run in my circles that, you know, work really, really hard. Also very awesome. I am one of those people. However, when you don't put a boundary between your work life and your home life and you don't get that balance that you need, you find yourself running the hamster wheel and not getting accomplished in either, right? You're running the hamster wheel. You're finding yourself standing in that same spot and wondering why, right? So that's something that I thought would be great to go over in this podcast about all of the revelations I've made in the last four months. It would have probably been best suited for a six-month update, but I've just come to so many different conclusions over the course of the last four months and and some days that I wanted to share them and, and see if anybody else is coming to the realizations that I'm coming to because we have kind of set the same goals. We're all on the same path here, and we're all trying to establish self-confidence and be our best selves. 
and looking for initiative, looking for adventure, looking for travel in life maybe, looking for a different page, a different chapter, a clean slate. Um, It doesn't mean, you know, wiping your family clean or wiping your relationships clean. And again, I am no doctor by any stretch of the imagination. I am not any type of therapist or anything. I'm not a spiritual counselor, anything by any means. However, I'm just a human being and I, you know, have dealt with a lot in the last couple years that made me wake up in the beginning of this year and say, I needed some revelations in my life. I needed some aha moments to teach me some things about life that will make, you know, the transitions of each day, whether good days or bad days, easier for me to live. And as I was trying to establish this resolution, I decided that I wanted to share it with everybody who wanted to listen. Anybody who wanted to follow me on this journey and being the best person that you can be. Whether you agree with me on some things, you don't agree with me on others. I think that with all roads leading to the same ocean and accepting with your open mind that I am a highly spiritual person and that I believe in energy, I believe in angels, I believe that they're listening to you, I believe in the universe, I believe in every single type of belief that someone could believe in. Uh, I wholeheartedly, you know, don't know the answers to everything and I accept that and I stand by it. And, you know, in a weird way, it has helped me to learn and encompass the lessons that are in front of me and not be so shocked by them, to kind of just let them sink in like a sponge and share them with other people. And I think that that's a gift, and I think that it's going to make a difference. And that's my biggest goal with this podcast, is to take the differences that we're making together and change the world in one small way at a time, whether it's by person or by family or by community. And I'm hopeful that, you know, this episode is going to relate to a lot of the revelations that a lot of other people are coming coming from. And if not, that this is going to teach you a couple ideas that, you know, a couple outcomes of things that you were willing to try and keep you from trying them if they were not the outcome that you were looking for. So, number 1, I'm going to I'm going to start with the lowest and get to the highest. Number 1 is just because you appreciate something doesn't mean it hurts less when you lose it. And this one hit me so hard and it hit me, you know, the last, the last year, um, you know, with COVID and the pandemic and everything, I had, you know, a very good friend that was a a neighbor of mine and her husband who came over every Sunday and had tea with me. Uh, she helped me portion my food for my VSG, you know, diet that I had to be on. Uh, she was very supportive of, um, you know, my partner and I, and, uh, he was very close to her also. Um, and her husband, they passed away from COVID. I had, you know, uh, a cousin pass away. I've had, you know, I mean, COVID kind of rocked things a little bit. I was very fortunate. It didn't happen to anybody who was, you know, someone that I saw every day. And so I decided at that point to really try to, 
not take any moment for granted, right? Because you don't know here today, gone tomorrow. It's the fate that we all stand before, you know, like we know that this is coming, right? Whether it be for us or somebody else, it's so scary because I've come to the determination that I'm not afraid of the way that I'm going to die. Oh no, I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of the way that I'm going to die. Like, I just hope that I, you know, go to sleep one day and it happens in my sleep. But any other way, no thank you. Like, not into it. Um, and so when it happens to somebody else, my, my whole world is rocked by it. And I decided to just kind of study everyone and appreciate the moments and, you know, make, you know, some effort to, you know reminisce you know look at old pictures and and think about the relationships that I have in my life and right in the middle of doing that and I'm having all of this you know growth and it's so fantastic and everything's going okay and I'm 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 getting by and last week I had to put my dog to sleep and I know that if you follow this podcast, you heard me talk about the story in a previous podcast. And, you know, as strong as you think that you are, there is always something that can bring you to your knees. There's always something that's going to rock your world when you least expect it. And this was mine. And the lesson that I got from it, the revelation that I got from it is just because you appreciate something doesn't mean it hurts any less when you lose it. For some reason in my head, I thought... That as long as you encompassed this appreciation, even though you know that death is imminent, that when it happens, you feel a sense of completion, like you expected it. My dog wasn't young. She was, she was pretty old. She was 16. She was only supposed to live until 12 for her breed. I was very fortunate to have her as long as I did, but that didn't mean it hurt any less whenever she said goodbye to this world. Number two, there are angels around that will take the wheel of life when you really need it. The reason why I put this on the list is because of last week as well. Whenever I had to take my dog Goldie in to the vet, uh, I was alone. I had to make the decision on my own accord. And I'm a very sensitive person. I'm extremely emotional, but I'm also a leader. And being that and practicing that for many years and knowing that I've had to have the tough conversations. I've had to put myself in positions that I didn't want to be in sometimes. And I had to create an example for other people. I, you know, kind of went into this mode when I knew what I had to do, when I saw that it was the point of no return. And I couldn't believe it afterwards. I couldn't believe it during, to be honest. This this energy encompassed me, and I became so strength. It was like a pillar of strength. It was like I wasn't even driving, and I had to go the whole way across town. It was probably a 40-minute drive, and I had every single stoplight on the way there, and my dog was lying dying in the back seat of my car, and I was just careful and calm and collected and I hadn't shed a single tear. I was composed. I wasn't thinking about anything except for getting her to the vet. Got to the vet, got midway through the sentence, broke down. The whole episode ensued and then at the end when I was leaving, I couldn't wait to get out of that building as you can imagine. And when I got out, I got into the car and again, the tears dried off of my face and energy came over my soul. I was strong again. I stopped crying. I stopped thinking about the horrible 
things that had just happened to me. And I swear to you, when they say that Jesus and the angels take the wheel whenever you need them the most, I now believe that more than I ever have. They got me home safely and I didn't shed, like I said, a single tear until I walked through my front door and then I got to break down when I was safe again. And I believe that they are there. I believe that that happened. I I was shocked. I, I think back at it now that it's been a week and I'm just absolutely blown away by it, but it's absolutely true. Number three, affirmations are legitimate and the universe is listening. I know that I've dabbled in a little bit more spirituality already in this episode than I usually do. I'm aware of that, but I also think that it's worth sharing. If you're my friend on Instagram or you're my friend in life, you'll understand that I have a very spiritual background. I'm uh, pretty passionate about it. I meditate often. I try everything in the world to connect with some other, you know, some other energy. You know, whether it be the kind of energy that wakes me up first thing in the morning and makes me want to go work out, more power to that energy. Or it's an energy that, you know, I I always post pictures of people doing vibrational exercises that show the uh, substance of visual energy, different types of sands making shapes and sizes and showing you that this energy is real like just because you say something to someone and it's negative or it's positive and it has an impact on them because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not real and I'll get to that in a little bit as well affirmations are real I made a vision board a few years ago two years ago for a new year's resolution and I put it in my laundry room you're supposed to put it someplace that you barely see it so I put it in my laundry room because I go in there to do laundry about once a week maybe twice if we're going a lot of places so I see it when I go in there the dog food is in there so I would go in there to get the dog food once a night it would be in my peripheral vision but nothing you know where I was staring at it After these last two years, if I go in there and I stare at it now and I think about what my life was like when I made it, almost 75% of everything that I put on the vision board has come true. Things that I thought at the time were absolutely ridiculous and could never happen to me have absolutely not only happened to me, but if if they haven't happened to me, I definitely have a plan. I have a road ahead that could accomplish those goals. Whereas when I made the vision board, I had no idea how I was going to reach that obstacle, like how I was going to reach the finish line rather. So affirmations are real. Do them. The universe is listening. And that goes for negative stuff too. If you're constantly putting out there, I'm no good at this, or I'm such a fool, or, you know, I look so fat. The universe is listening to you. And if you mean it, and you're talking about yourself, careful what you say, because those items will come back to haunt you later, because the universe can't tell what's good and bad. It doesn't understand So it just takes that energy and it repurposes it. So just keep that in mind. It is a real thing. Number four, your downfalls are meant to mold you, not control you. Again, your downfalls are meant to mold you and not control you. This is a really important one because... 
when people have a bad day, they look at it as that bad day and they end it with that. They end it right there. And ending that right there is an issue because you're not understanding that everything happens for a reason. The purpose of something happening in your life that is negative isn't to scold you. It isn't to teach you a lesson. It's happening to you because you are to learn a lesson from it, but not in a punishing sort. You're to learn a lesson from something that's happening to you because that's the journey that you've chosen for yourself. Either you made some decisions in your past that have led you to the outcome that you're standing in today, or you are finding yourself naive and 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 still learning a lot you've got a lot of life ahead of you to make decisions that will give you the good days and you have to accept that when you have a bad day don't end it there don't end it with I'm never going to try that again because I know how it worked out or I'm never going to go for that again because I know that I am not going to get the part or I'm not going to get the job or I'm not going to hang out with those people again because I just know that they all don't like me or something like that. You never got to embrace the lessons that come from those items. Allow them to nourish your soul and ripen you to your very core so that you can come back, always come back better, more polished and ready for whatever challenges are going to be in front of you and accept that in life you're going to find challenges that are going to recycle their head every time you're not expecting it to and when it does you'll be more prepared than the last time at every turn expect those challenges and be ready because they're making you a fine wine as you grow as you get better you get better with age As you mature and you find yourself, you are spreading the wisdom that you have gathered of all of these traits, all of this time, all of those bad days. You are going to be able to help someone else and you're going to be able to not touch that hot stove again. Trust me, it's an amazing feeling to look back and understand and measure the amount of growth that you've made in a little amount of time. And that is an awakening that I've had this year so far. Number five. Establish security in all that brings you anxiety, relationship, career, and financial. So I didn't know exactly how I was going to create a budget, create, you know, balance in my relationship with my work because I have a bunch of different ways that I like to spend my time as far as employment, as far as hobbies, as far as things that I'm trying to learn and and, and who I'm trying to become and the difference that I'm trying to make. And I didn't know where to start. I decided to start with my health, my relationship, my career, and my finances. I made a plan for each. For my health, it was going to be to try to diet and get active and get my muscles ready because of the vacations that I have are going to be very active, very full of exercise vacations. And I didn't want to be the person who has to sit down every couple minutes because my legs hurt or my ankles hurt or my back hurts. I didn't want to feel like I was the age that I am 
uh, I wanted to feel younger and I, you know, repurposed that energy uh, so that, you know, when I'm having a bad day or when I'm, you know, feeling down, I, I just went and I, I started walking and I started swimming and I started doing all these things. It's not necessarily a membership to the gym, but it is a way to get that energy out positively. And it all reflects back to your own health, your own heart, you know, your stamina, your mood, the way that you reflect back on stuff that happens to you. The second thing that I did was uh, focus on my career. I uh, have a lot of different avenues that I'm interested in. There's a lot of different ideas that I have that I'm very passionate about. And, um, you know, whether it's real estate investing or it's my full-time career that I have, or if it's my side job in, you know, doing reservations, or if it is, you know, anything that... I dabble myself in. You know, I've written books before. I have had my own businesses in the past. I love to, um, you know, create, a, create, establish, and educate others on different ways that they can bring in little amounts of money or they can, you know, build and invest in themselves, uh, whether it be you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I really am all about, um, you know, just finding that self-love, self-encouragement and, you know, putting yourself into your career, dedicating the time now to what you want to be, what you want to do. And that rolled into the fourth goal, which was finance. I wanted to have, um, you know, as much of my debt paid off as possible. I wanted to have my, my bills taken care of, wanted to have, comfortability to be able to invest in other things that I could take risks on because you can't predict the future. You can't predict what's, especially in this day and age with the pandemic, things opening and closing, things changing. I mean, the mall is getting emptier and emptier. Retail isn't where it used to be. Um, and it's just a very interesting time for the world and to study those items and be the best that you can be all the way around. Uh, create a good example for people, be somebody that everybody wants to follow, uh, shine the light for others who need it, who are in darkness, and really just establish that connection with my finances and make sure that I had security. Security is so important. And the last thing that you ever want to do is find yourself like a bobber in the middle of the ocean, you know, with no clingers, you can't cling to anything. And you're just out doing whatever the wind is telling you to do. Never be that person. Have a place that you can cling to. Have some different things uh, going and appreciate. You know, just because you appreciate something doesn't mean it hurts any less when you lose it, but at least when you appreciate it, you realize how much you have more than anybody else. And those people who don't appreciate, who think that they have nothing, usually don't realize what they have until it's gone. And that's why it's important to embrace those items. Number six, your life is so much more learning than verbal lessons. Something that I learned over the last couple months is if you find yourself in a pickle, then stop talking. And I'm not saying ignore anybody and I'm not saying that that's not what I'm saying by any stretch of the imagination. It's not. What I'm saying is if you stop and you listen to people, they give you all the answers that you need to everything that you have questions about. Now, I love to talk. I've got a gift to gab and I will talk someone's head right off because I've got ideas and I'm passionate and I've got all this stuff. But 
If you find yourself at a crossroad, whether it be in your relationship, friendships, workships, whatever you got, and you find yourself at a crossroad, just stop talking and listen. And the answers will come. Most of the time, people just want to hear themselves talk. And then when they run out of air, they are ready to listen to you. And if they're not ready to listen to you, they might just be the kind of people who want to be listened to. Nobody ever listens to them. And then once they're done talking, then you can get accomplished what you're trying to get accomplished in the conversation in the first place. That is an excellent form of negotiation. And it's also an excellent form of finding out everything that you need to know so that you can grasp the lessons that you're trying to learn Whatever the situation, whatever the, su- the subject is, just take a moment and listen. Don't argue. Don't ask questions unless they're legitimate questions. But spend a lot of your time absorbing information. It is the best educational tool that you can absolutely, lo- you can absolutely use because a lot of people don't do it. There are lessons all around you from people that have been experienced highly in amazing different items. And it turns out that all you really need to do is take a moment to just listen. Amazing stuff. Number seven, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's there. It's not there. So I thought that this was an interesting one because you know, in all of this and finding out about myself, finding out about others, finding out who's around me, uh, being spiritual, meditating, really getting deep meditations in that had me in tears. They had me thinking about my life. They had me thinking about where I wanted to be. They took me to someplace special. I mean, my meditations are very legitimate. They're deeper. I don't know If it is my creativity, if it's my imagination, if it is where I want to be, if it's a section of my brain that I never thought that I could use, I don't know. Uh, Again, not a professional meditative expert, right? But I've had such deep uh, epiphanies uh, while meditating that I understand that there has to be, there has to be things that are moving parts there has to be mysteries on this earth that none of us will ever understand in our lifetimes there have to be there there has to be reasons for the unknown and the unexplained and there has to be parts of our history that would be absolutely fascinating and would rock our worlds to know about the pyramids the you know catacombs underneath France the um you know the rock formations. I think they're in Puerto Rico that just fell from the sky. What is the fine line between aliens and what is their world like? Do they believe in the same God? You know, is there, you know, do aliens and angels cross paths? Are they the same thing? Like there are so many things that everybody kind of just ignores that we don't know. Right. I mean, do any of them exist? Who created the world that we're standing on? You know, we we thank God, right? But, um, you know, it had to be created by something. It, it, It didn't just appear someday. And so then that lesson is, you know, well, I've never seen it. I've never... I've never heard it. I've never, you know, felt it. Well, that's not true. In the last couple months, I have felt it. I have felt the power and the strength and the energy. And I have felt taught 
by it and I have felt strength by it and um, you know I'm not a heavily religious person I find myself spiritual but religion crosses the line just a tad for me just because it means things and has connotations that I don't think pigeonholes me into the kind of person and lifestyle that I lead however in the spirit of all the roads leading to the same highway or the, the all the rivers leading to the same ocean rather I have figured, you know, I've never seen a million dollars, but just because I've never seen a million dollars doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? So why would I think any different about God, you know? And and then I think about the terrible things that happen that are just so hard to get over or get past. And then I think about the people that those things have happened to or things like that have happened to me. And I can see the reasons why they happen. I can see the lessons that people had learned from them. I saw the independence that somebody grasped from being codependent or, you know, the second lease on life that they had because of something that had happened to them that they never realized that they had a whole new life that happened to them because of what they experienced. So I did realize research and learned that and it was very encompassing for several days and mind-blowing to realize number eight enrich your life with experiences that fulfill your desire for culture beauty and education because life goes by quickly so when I was younger when I was in high school I hated, I hated high school. And I remember every day just feeling like, you know, life is going by so slow. I think a lot of teenagers feel this way, actually. Life is going by so slow, and I just want to be grown up, and I just want to be older, and I just want to be able to have my own place, and... You know, I want to stay out as late as I want and I just want to do whatever I want to do and nobody judge me or anything. And then, you know, the cycle of life, you end up getting out on your own and paying your own bills and learning your own lessons and you realize how hard it is and how stressful. And then you wake up one day and you're 40. And, you know, when you were in high school and you looked at 40, it was so old. It was gross, right? And now that you're 40, you think to yourself, hmm, I'm going to blink my eye and it's going to be the end, right? 40 years from now, I'll be 80 if I'm lucky. And I think of all the things that I've accomplished and how much more pulp I could have put in that fruit. You know what I mean? Like, I could have traveled more I could have gone and changed more people's lives I could have told people that everything was going to be okay I could have complimented people more I could have saved more money if I'd have started saving money when I was in my early 20s I probably would have had everything paid off well before now and I probably would have been deep deeper in my investments than what I am now and further on my lessons, I just kind of slowed myself down. And I think that happens to everybody, not just me. But, you know, in reflection of that, it's really insane, right? You are 
18 one day and then you're, you know, 28 and then you're 38 and 48. And I'm guessing this is the way that the rest of my life is going to go. And if that's the case that I need to, I need to get moving, right? I need to see these things. I need to take action on these procrastinations. And so do you. And that was one of the biggest reasons for sharing that one on this list is, oh, let me be the person who awakened to that lesson, you know, where one day I'm running up and down a basketball court and the next day I'm struggling to get off the couch (laughs) because it hurts. (laughs) I'm very lucky that um, the people that I have in my life they, you know, like to run my shoulders. They like to run my back. They like to run my feet. You know, I, um, my, my, my partner in life, my love of my life, he is, you know, he's very awesome about all of those things. I don't know what I would do without him, but sometimes when he's not here and my bones are cracking as I'm walking across the house, I start to think to myself, where is my, like, where did yesterday go? And why is tomorrow coming so quickly? Of course, when I'm waiting for vacation, tomorrow takes a year to get here. But in most cases, scenarios, and you know why that is. I've discussed that in the previous in a previous podcast. It That is because we get so excited about things that are coming up that we just kind of blow off every single day is just another day, right? And then the next thing you know, it's Friday, right? And it's the weekend. Yay. And then Monday comes and you're like, Monday, five days until the weekend, four days till the weekend, Tuesday, three days to the weekend, Wednesday. Next thing you know, it's like a year later and you're like, it's Christmas again already. How did this happen? Yeah, that happened. That, that was a realization that I came to. Take your pra- procrastinations, people, and make those things happen. If not today, then when? Do it. You guys are awesome. Be confident in it. And if it doesn't work out the way you want it, remember earlier in this list, learn the lesson. Take it. Own it. You're going to be amazing no matter what. Whether it works, whether it doesn't, you're going to learn about the right road to take regardless. Number nine. Let yourself feel your feelings. In life, you find yourself trying to be strong for everybody else. And while that's acceptable, and everybody else thanks you for that, by the way, uh, if you don't, behind closed doors, really let everything go and let yourself cry it out and let yourself feel those feelings and be that person that you're meant to be and really release then it really does go into a jar in the back of your head and it gathers and gathers and gathers and before you know it you're in a position where you can't control it the smallest thing breaks that jar and next thing you know your feelings are all over the place you are a hormone city man or woman you know testosterone flies as well as any other hormone let me tell you if you don't deal with these items they are going to sneak up on you even if you think you're dealing on dealing with them and you think you're doing all right if you haven't fully committed to releasing those energies then you're going to find yourself regretting it either you're gonna say something you don't mean to a friend or you're gonna put yourself in a situation that you didn't mean to put yourself in and then the next thing you know you're going to be wondering why you didn't release those feelings earlier and that really just consists of when you have a stressful day taking time for you meditate take the baths 
use the essential oils. If you need to flip out, go into your closet where it's padded with clothes and no one can really hear you and scream into a pillow. Punch the pillow if you need to, you know? Do anything that you can to release that anxiety and that fear because it's going to it's going to hurt your health, it's going to hurt your mind, it's going to hurt your body, your spirit, your emotions, everything. It is going to sneak up on you uh, when you least expect it. Number 10. Be confident in your weakest moment. Your spirit guide will take the wheel. And I had a couple presentations this this last couple months and in presenting, anybody who knows me knows that I absolutely hate talking in front of people. I hate it. I um, I have nightmares about it. I get real high anxiety about it. I start to shake. Um, I get really sweaty palms. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I can't breathe. Um, it is terrible. Um, and I've been trying very baby steps to, um, you know, get past this. I am really good with a podcast because it's just me and a microphone. But in real life, in front of people, I get, I just get sweaty. I feel like my body is melting. It's falling apart. And, um, in those moments I have, you know, taken the time to say a prayer, ask for spirit to help me. And, when I've got to put on those presentations, I just have to, you know, be confident that no one's going to heckle me. No one is going to, um, you know, give me a hard time and ask me questions I don't know the answers to. Um, because uh, when I start to present, it's like I'm not even presenting anymore, you know, and that's pretty important, uh, you know. So, um, do Again, they've taken the wheel. Jesus, God, angels, whatever is inside of me. My mom says it's my subconscious. Taking the wheel and really coming out successful because of it. I'm proud of myself afterwards. I feel good about it. I feel like it is the beginning of something so beautiful. I, um, you know, have been embracing different types of crowds and talking in front of them, although it is ne- it hasn't gotten easier. I don't want to say that. Um, it's a whole thing, but it's something that I'm challenging myself to do, and I wanted to share it because I think that it's an example for everybody that you may not be perfect at your challenges. You may not blow them out of the water or, in comparison, be any uh, more amazing than anybody else. But at least you know in your heart that you're giving it an effort. And as long as that effort is there, you can feel like you're really being an inspiration to someone somewhere, even if they're not telling you. So at, you know, 38, 39 minutes into this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, In the next podcast, uh, I'm going to create a Revelations number two Uh, And I will be discussing uh, items 11 through 20. So make sure you're tuning in. And, um, you know, it will be coming up in the following week. So how exciting. Thank you for listening. 
I hope that you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and night. Uh, Please feel free to leave me a comment on my Instagram. Please make sure to like and share with your friends this podcast if you feel that they're trying to be their best selves also. And um, I have 33 other episodes that if you're just tuning in today, I highly suggest you go back and listen to them so that you can join this journey with us. And for those of you who are on this journey with me, Thank you so much for staying with me up until this point and going forward. I will talk to you soon.